0: Here with another Page One podcast, I'm Mark Woods, and today I have Philip Heilman to talk about a story he wrote last week about, I'm not even going to, I'm going to make you say it. T-I-A-A, Bankfield? <laughs> I think that's what, uh, I had some
1: Twitter response, people saying to do the T-I, take a deep breath, relax, then get to the AA, and it helps it uh, flow a little bit better.
0: It'll be the, the first TV timeout by then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yes, the Jaguars have a new name for their home stadium, which became official. What what date was it? June 4th. Okay. It was announced a while ago, but just recently became official. So you had a, a fun story about how it's a name that doesn't necessarily flow off the tongue. I liked you described it as the, quote, lurching too many vowels in a row new name for the home of the jaguars which lurching was a good word i think
1: yeah it It really does that that was the only word that i kept coming back to is it just lurches it just it just you can't get any rhythm saying it you know the t i just there's too many stressed syllables as i came to find out from talking to a, a linguist from the university of florida and but yeah it was a fun story to do i think Maybe the, the folks from TIA Bank who I spoke to didn't find the story as fun as I did, but uh pretty good response. So I think some people uh, thought it was pretty interesting.
0: And so it's the fourth name, right? What, are, what, are, what names has the uh, stadium had through the years?
1: Yeah, well, it opened as Jacksonville Municipal, Municipal Stadium, which is also not another good <laughs> right. one. And then they had the 10-year contract with Altel and then Everbank. And then there was Jacksonville Municipal in between those two. So all in all... The fourth actual name, but it's kind of a fifth iteration, I guess, because Jacksonville Municipal came and then left and then came back. So. Yeah, right,
0: and a lot of people have, as you pointed out, just call it. The, stu- some people still just call it the Gator Bowl, right? And 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 want that to be the official name. Yeah,
1: I went back and looked because, as you as you mentioned, it was officially changed June fourth, but it had been sort of revealed in February. So I went back and looked at you know what the comments were at the Times Union's uh, Facebook page and news for Jackson, just sort of wanted to see what people were saying and I was sort of surprised at how many people still connected that Gator Bowl name and I, I think it's probably because it's still in the lexicon because you've got the bowl game at the end of the year that people still sort of think about and they had probably the same complaints with TaxSlayer they wanted to bring that back to the Gator Bowl and it just was uh, coming up for next year so yeah, a majority of the comments were people just saying they wanted some sort of Gator Bowl and then some of them got a little zestier than that, but uh, we we snuck a, a, a one reference into the paper, which I was surprised made it, but it did, so that's okay. <laughs> yeah. And which one was that? Yeah, that was uh, T and A Bankfield, which <laughs> yes. I'll let the listeners decide for themselves what that could mean. But uh, right. it's a family paper. <laughs> I think it's still a family paper, even though we're not family owned. But uh, yeah, right. but yeah, it's, uh, I, I think people had some fun with it. You know, it is sort of you know T I A A Bank. Was started in 1918. It's New York City based. Um, you know, it's mostly an online bank, for the most part. I mean, there are branches and that sort of thing, but there's not really any natural Jacksonville synergy in the way that, you know, when Everbank acquired the naming rights, Everbank was you know almost born and raised in Jacksonville and it had been here, and people sort of knew it. So TIAA Bank, you know, there was just you know kind of no natural relationship. It just kind of came here. They acquired Everbank, and you sort of get stuck with the naming rights in an idea like this. So I think that was one thing that people sort of. You know, we're more willing to embrace Everbank. Was one, it it flowed a little bit better. Two, they sort of knew the name. This one, they didn't really know it. So it's much easier to sort of, you know, jab uh, the company with a a few jokes and all that. But, uh, you know, it is sort of interesting just, you know, kind of looking around the NFL and NHL and MLB. There's a lot of stadiums now with, you know, sort of those alphabet soup names. And it's, Kind of silly, but that's just, I guess, what happens when you you know have those corporate naming
0: rights. Right, I'd written that down. I liked your description, the NFL's Alphabet Soup Club. What yeah. what are what are some of the other ones?
1: Yeah, so there's AT and T Stadium, which is in Dallas. You know, which actually, well, kind of
0: rolls off the tongue a little bit. Yeah,
1: I wasn't uh, even familiar with the fact that AT and T has baseball, basketball, and football. Right, which is sort of interesting. And then there's M and T Bank Stadium, which is in Baltimore it's actually a company that was started in Buffalo, and it's like the longtime official bank of the Buffalo Bills. But yet, it's the name of yeah, that's the Raven Stadium, which is sort of interesting. And then there's also NRG Stadium in Houston, which that to me is my personal favorite because you can have some fun. I mean, it's an energy company essentially, right. and it's NRG Energy, you know. So it sort of has you know kind of uh, some natural wordplay there, which you certainly don't get here. But uh, yeah, so those were the other three that stuck out. And then the NHL has one down south in Florida, I think. Um BB and T Center, mm. I think is uh for the Florida Panthers. The one that I liked also for the Penguins was the PPG Paints <laughs> arena or paint center, something like that. So there's all kinds of crazy ones when you got there and you you know, you sort of watch these games and they say, you know, welcome to so and so, yada 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 and then you don't really think about it again. But when you go back and look, it's like, man, this is it's kinda of funny when you go back and actually pay attention.
0: Right. Yeah, I was thinking about how, you know, once upon a time we had, you know, family names that were um, you know, Ebbets Field and Wrigley Stadium, Bush Stadium, but but even those were often they were somewhat corporate names. I mean Wrigley mm-hmm. was Wrigley Chewing Gum. Bush is Anheuser Busch. Um so it's not this it, it, you know, it's not this I, I guess I don't get bothered by the idea of having corporate sponsors. Uh um I guess I've gotten used to it now. Um, yeah, but you grew up with you, you grew up with Fenway Park, which That's uh, I think it's just from the area of the fens, yeah. Yeah. So
1: it's more of the area of town that it's in, and yeah. So yeah, you know, being twenty six myself, you know, a lot of the stadiums that I've sort of grown up, you're kind of used to the you know kind of this real corporate uh, sounding names that already taken over. But I I like the ones that are even like Pittsburgh, like Heinz Field. That's you know obviously a company you know as well. But it just it sort of feels like it has a local connection. Those are the ones that I sort of like. Is you know even if it is you know corporate sounding and you kind of understand it if it does have that local connection to the area it's like okay well this is a company but it's sort of our company
0: right yeah i mean i think i remember people saying they didn't like target field but target is a minnesota minneapolis so i mean that felt like a natural mix to me Mm -hmm. um so with this one people have said uh a lot of people said we need a nickname right right and what 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 did you come up with there
1: yeah i mean Everbank was sort of the bank and i think a lot of people bought into that the lock down the bank idea and you know i sort of uh heard from people who just said well what about the t bank or the TIAA?" and that to me is a little i kind of like the t bank or just the t which you know i don't know if you're TIAA if you want <laughs> that you know not really a, a lot of synergy there for you but the t is kind of cool in terms of uh you know just, it's something short punchy right you know you kind of You know, brand that a little bit, but I think the bank is probably the easiest one to go. It makes the most sense. You can, you know, have a lot of fun, you know, sort of, you know, lock down the bank, you know, take it to the bank, that sort of thing. So that that to me is what I would stick with, but I'd be open to the idea of the T or something like that.
0: Yeah, you can almost see T shirts built around that or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we need something that'll be simpler to say. What, so what did the linguist say? Why, why is it hard to say?
1: Yeah, it was really interesting. There, she made a couple of points, which, Really, the only one I delved into in the story was just the this idea that the English language is you know sort of broken down into stressed and unstressed syllables, and it typically, not always, but does typically uh, alternate. You think Jacksonville Jaguars? So there's you know the the emphasis on Jack and Ville, Jacksonville, or T I A A Bankfield, to have four you know letters in the acronym at the beginning of the name it really causes problems for you. And another point she raised was, you know, which I kind of catch myself doing is Everbank had been along or, you know, Everbank field had been around since before the 2010 season. So, you know, going on eight years and she said, it's natural for people to try to fit the new name into the rhythm that they would say the old name. Mm. So to try to say TIA bank field, the way that you would have said Everbank field. And Mm. obviously they're different words. They're completely, uh, you know, different rhythmically. So it just doesn't work. It just trips you up a lot. And I was kind of interested, you know, I was, You know, to me, the name didn't really, it doesn't flow. And I think it's very easy to say it is choppy, but to have an expert's opinion, and she got right back to me and said, yeah, I can totally see I can tell you exactly why that would happen. We see that, you know, it's very similar. I think a point she raised was, it's why a lot of people call it the NCAA as opposed to the NCAA basketball tournament, something like that, because just those long acronyms, once you get to four letters, uh, particularly with the repeated A in words like that. So it's kind of an interesting thing that, uh, you know, there is a reason for it. It's a little clunky. It makes you wonder what, uh, andrew carnegie was thinking when he started the <laughs> right. teachers insurance and annuity association of america in 1918 but uh, that guy went on to pretty big thing so yeah. he must have known a, a little something
0: well yeah thank, thank goodness we stopped with usa we didn't <laughs> add one more uh, we it wouldn't the chance wouldn't work the same way for uh, this fourth of july um i also was thinking about how when uh, jaguars owner Shad khan bought wembley earlier this year the the, a lot of the Brits were upset and one of their concerns if I remember correctly was he's going to rename the he's going to rename the stadium which I think he said no I'm not renaming Wembley right
1: yeah I don't think he will I don't think uh you know he. I think in the time that shad has been in Jacksonville um he does look and I think try to keep up with sort of uh you know the the natural tradition in a place you know and obviously Jacksonville wasn't the Jaguars haven't been around as long as most teams, so you don't have those sort of like ingrained traditions like maybe you would with, you know, the Bears at Soldier Field or Green Bay at, you know, Lambeau or that sort of thing. But, you know, a big part of, you know, Shot even getting the ownership here was that he was, um, you know, pretty adamant that he felt like he could keep the team in Jacksonville and he's been working to do that. And I think you'll see that uh, with Fulham as well. You know, I don't think you're going to see any drastic changes in terms of, you know, the name of the stadium or the color scheme or anything like right. that. And I think, you know, you sort of saw that with the Jags uniforms they went back to, you know what they thought of as the foundational colors, the foundational look for the team when it you know had that success early on. So I think Shaw's kind of an old school guy in that in that perspective.
0: Right. Yeah. I don't think he. would I mean, there'd be such a blowback in England to re to put a slap a corporate name on Wembley. But I also kind of amused. I remember thinking that um, the you know over there they 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 wouldn't they would never put a corporate name on that stadium. But their uniforms, on you know, <laughs> Premier League, you know, the highest level of club soccer. And they are covered with, you know, they're, they're bigger than any logo, team logo with corporate advertising. Uh, we had Fulham had...
1: VisitFlorida.com Visit or something like that? Right, yeah. Yeah, that, uh, I mean, I guess if you're the Visit Florida folks, you're pretty excited about that. But, yeah, to me, you know, you see a lot of those, like, you know, Qatar Airways and, yeah, like, uh, you know, a lot of the, you know, sort of bigger companies in Europe. But you're right, it is interesting that to that, like, over there, yeah, it would be just, you know crazy to think about you know changing one of the the stadium names but in terms of the sponsorship it's all on the uniforms and you're starting to see that a little bit more over here now and that i think maybe two years ago was the first year that the nba allowed teams to have a small patch and now they have one small patch like the celtics have general electric um sort of in their you know the top of their jersey and i think the lakers um have wish which is some you know shopping company that sort of thing so you're seeing that a little bit more i don't think you'll see anytime soon it get to that level as it is in Europe but that would be interesting I'm sure uh, there'd be some experts waiting to talk if uh, the Jaguar started putting you know big company names on the uniforms as well telling me uh, why it was good or not
0: right and I'm sure that. Companies would love that. I mean, there'd be c- companies lining up, though. I want Nike written across the front of this instead of the little swoosh, or, um, where that was the dominant feature of uniform. It, it would be pretty fun to uh, see
1: the Jaguars going to the Super Bowl and have a big gatehouse media yeah, right. across the, right above the number. <laughs> there you
0: go. <laughs> um, I was thinking also how it, it could be worse. We were, I think we talked about this one day in the newsroom. What, what are the worst uh, stadium names or arenas? What, what one's come to mind for you?
1: the white Sox stadium i'm trying to what it's at the guaranteed rate field yeah that's really bad <laughs> i mean that's absolutely horrible yeah i was looking through a couple of them it seems like a lot of them um
0: well, you are case you, you came have, up with another one that was a college one university of Louisville.
1: oh yeah the papa john no that or, oh, the kfc yum center kfc
0: yum exclamation, exclamation point, point yeah center and which sounds like more like a food court yeah a, exactly yeah sports event the food court yeah uh, smoothie King Center the New Orleans pelicans and uh, Phoenix coyotes at uh, jobbingcom arena really but, but it's not that that ended in 2014 but it was a bad one Phoenix Suns I don't know what it is about Arizona talking stick resort arena oh um, and you mentioned this one that Baltimore now has M M and M. And T Bank Stadium, which isn't that bad, even though I struggled over it. But it was uh, P.S.I. Net Stadium, which was pretty bad. I
1: think there was another one. I think it was Sacramento before, um, because they had Arco, which was you know one of the few uh, acronyms that it was just said like a word A R C O. But the one after that, I think, was called like the Sleep Train Center or something. Oh it's like, yeah, right. How? I mean, could you possibly think of a worse name than telling people to come somewhere that uh, <laughs> makes you think about sleeping? Which the kings have you know been bad enough where people probably would rather sleep through the games uh in the last 20 years but that's an easy punchline for sports writers uh, covering the
0: team and then uh let's see you're you're a red sox fan i'm a tigers fan so i think we might agree the yankee stadium is just a horrible horrible
1: name gross especially after what we saw last night
0: (laughs) yes um and i was going to mention i I liked you had a line in there about um jim nance needing some practice reps before uh (laughs) September 16th is the home opener, right?
1: September 16th against New England. Yeah, it'll be a game that a lot of people are really looking forward to, a 425 uh, kick, which uh, a lot of people I think were a little dismayed that the Jaguars only got two actual primetime games after going to the AFC title game last year, and that's obviously won the uh, the Sunday night game here against Pittsburgh and then Thursday night game later in the season in Tennessee. But for all intents and purposes, this New England game is a national audience. Uh, you know, Technically, it's not because I think – uh, there's a west coast game going on at the same time so there will be portions of you know the west coast that don't see that game but you know throughout the country pretty much it's going to be jacksonville new england and it's going to be a lot of people who are interested to see uh you know not only uh are the jaguars for real but are the patriots on their last legs i think it's going to be a game that gets uh absolutely monster ratings around the league so uh yeah if nance doesn't want to stumble through ti a bank field he better uh, practice I mean, Even a even a guy who's had a few reps in his day it could be a tough one (laughs) right
0: training camp we've all we've all got a few months to try and get ready to say it well thanks for being a part of a page one podcast and look forward to your coverage all season long cool
1: thank you so much for having me
0: thanks